0: Welcome to Popolitikin.com, your number one source for hip-hop without the politics. Popolitikin is yo MTV raps, meets Reading Rainbow, meets Dr. Phil, or something like that. Follow Popolitikin on all social media, at Popolitikin. That's at P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N.
1: Popolitikin.com.
0: Welcome back to polepoliteching.com, your home for music meet self-help. Make sure you go on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music. This is some of my interviews since 2008. One two one two. I'm in place to be with Duran Bernard. How you doing, bro?
1: Yeah, I'm feeling uh, sluggish, but I'm here. I'm productive.
0: Yeah, I was I was checking you out, man. I'm actually uh really excited to interview you. I see you got a lot of things going on.
1: I appreciate
0: it man I would say how would you describe yourself cause I saw your Instagram you said Little Richard with some prints but then I see you're a singer songwriter background vocalist professional skater so let us know who you are
1: (laughs) well definitely not a professional skater I think just because you know I got good balance you know they automatically you know let me into that category you know I keep a little cute two step you know and you know we keep it moving but other than that um It's kind of like describing myself. It's like it's about doing Rick James got into a car accident and Little Richard saw the whole thing. That's kind of pretty much um, how I like to use the example. And I, I let people's imaginations kind of conjure up whatever that is. I'm pretty good at setting up examples for certain things, though. So hopefully that will be in line. And you're from Cleveland? Yes, sir. And Cleveland proper, not... Bedford, or Shaker, <laughs> or Euclid, no, 44106, East 93rd and St.
0: Clair. And then I wanted to talk about, so your, your musical background, how you got involved in music, i seen your mom was a teacher and a vocal coach, and your dad, yes. basically, he was a sound production and tour for a lot of, basically, who's who, so I want you to talk yes. about your musical background.
1: Oh yeah, no, that still goes on, uh, mom still plays piano, she still teaches voice, <laughs> Uh, and does um, you know praise and worship for different churches um, in the Cleveland area, and then uh, Bob still does uh, audio engineering. His uh, main clientele is Earth, Wind, and Fire, but he's done uh, Jill Scott's first tour, Nelly and the Seven Lunatics, Cash Money Millionaires. He's done um, Spice Girls. Hell, he even did Bob the Builder.
0: Ooh. Mm. So, so how does that you feel? I mean? You grew up in black excellence, basically. So how does that feel?
1: Uh, You know, the, the older that I get, the more I can appreciate it. But being a kid, it was like, you know, being around Cast Light like when in Fire, you know, it, you don't really get a chance to view them from uh, outside the box because immediately you're kind of already... Within that camp, you know, and they're kind of like uncles and, you know, all the sound guys and uh, musicians and people that are working on staff, you know, they have kids. And, you know, so that that little community of of people, you know, we've grown up together. um, Yeah. So it's just uh, it's like a extended family situation. Yeah.
0: So I know this might be started at an early age, but take us back when you fell in love with music and let us know why you fell in love with music what's so interesting bruh, and I, I've said this before is I feel like music chose me before I had a choice you know chance to choose it because
1: uh, you got you know two two musicians his um, parents who are very passionate about music and their craft and you know being of a certain caliber and quality so they nurtured the child with that when the child comes along the child sings and, you know dances and acts and all that kind of stuff so it really just was it was kind of like that given at that point you know
0: and then who was uh, uh, i was seeing you as uh you go by alcohol harmony uh back in the day i did. oh you that don't go by my, that no more
1: <laughs> i mean well it's just you know you have to kind of grow up
0: yeah, you I be doing. I was doing my homework. I said I was studying. I'm, I'm all in there. I went. I got my receipts. I was checking you out. Ah,
1: come on now. He's been running errands and got all the receipts.
0: So I want to ask you about because uh, I I, I um, learned that you work with Erykah Badu, but you did a project, and I was listening to the project. It's called uh, Eight, the Stepson of Erykah Badu. So I just want you to talk about kind of that whole situation. I
1: mean, so I uh, just got a MacBook. And I was playing around a garage band uh, that my um, co-worker at the time had got me hit to. And, you know, before then I was working in an actual studio, but this time I was able to work on my own uh, schedule and I just found a bunch of um instrumentals and kind of created some medleys and felt like, you know, I want to go ahead and do a little compilation situation. and. Uh, she ended up hearing about it <laughs> on, uh, online. I, I, I didn't even think that she would even see any of that. Cause at the time she had about 75,000 followers on Twitter. So I just knew she wouldn't see anything from the period. So when we started interacting and then, um, shortly after I put out the project and yeah, it's been kind of history ever since then. I'm glad that I did that. I had a whole lot of time.
0: Yeah. You said you, uh, I was reading that you've been her background singer for like 10 years.
1: It'll be ten year after next. Ooh, wow. Damn. So Yeah, who, thanks for thanks for that reminder, sir, you know.
0: <laughs> and then who so who are some of your other influences?
1: Uh just all around. Definitely my parents. Um got my cousin Yanni, got my godbrother brother Sean, um, who are immediate influences as far as things that I do and and how I carry uh, myself, my personality Uh, Captain Hook from uh, Peter Pan we got uh, who else did I really like (laughs) Uh,
0: why you like Captain Hook why you say Captain Hook from Peter Pan
1: you know, here's the thing, bruh, And I gotta, I gotta give this little tidbit since I haven't spoken about this yet. So you get, you get, you get a little nugget of exclusivity. All right, let's go. Uh, so when I was a kid, there was a Broadway um, production of Peter Pan. I think it came out in 1954, mm. where this lady, Mary Martin, played Peter. <laughs> and as a child. You have to understand that I'm visually, I am seeing a woman, and sounds like a woman. Playing a man. Yeah, they're referring to her as a man, and I remember, I remember her telling me but she was the one that could play the part the best, and mainly because the part of Peter, he's a he's a little boy, so it wouldn't sound right if his voice was deep, talking about, you know, do you want to fly to Neverland? Like, hold up, this is a whole. Different kind of film right now, <laughs> so so now I understand. But but Captain Hook's character was so spicy and uh, just I I I, think, I mean now now I look back on it, you know I would definitely be hanging out over at Captain Hook's house just like I'd be over Holiday Hearts' house all the time, getting all the information on everybody because you know they've been around a long time. Uh, but as far as music is concerned. Um, Erica Badu is definitely one. Uh, Rick James, Nate Dogg, er, well, Phyllis Hyman, Shaka Khan, 702 is actually my favorite girl group. Of oh, the yeah, night. I love 702. I love 702. And at first, I thought it was Destiny's Child for the longest and, of course, shout out TLC because the TLC definitely covered a lot of content and topics which i I really appreciate now as an adult but as far as 702 is concerned i just found myself going through things where later on in life i'm like wow i can relate to this just as a person and i don't have to be a female i don't have to be black or this, or, you know, it's just
0: I can just relate to it as a person. I like so, that. Uh, you remember that song they got with? It's for real. It's like, I still love you. I like that shit. Yeah.
1: That's my shit. <laughs> that is, man, that's, that, that song still goes. Like, still.
0: I was going to say, so, so how would you, uh, if nobody ever heard you before, how would you describe your sound as an artist? I mean,
1: really, it's just whatever feels good right now. Mm-hmm. I've been kind of playing with different um, sounds and I've been exposed to so much you know music from like new age shit that you hear in yoga classes or you know the guy that does the herbs or something like that or uh, listening to jazz listening to gospel or um, or Baudu, you know things like that things like you know like we got a little bit of Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson only because that was played on a jazz station Mm. Then as I got older, I could listen to other music. I just sneak it in because you know, like TLC and Janet Jackson was contraband in my house mm. as a child. <laughs> so what? No, let me let you do nothing. You gonna lick on the word of God? That's what you gonna do.
0: And so. then, I was saying then what? Uh, I heard you play a few instruments. So what instruments do you play?
1: Um, so my mouth is one of them. Definitely played that well. Oh. Um, uh, uh, the tambourine, definitely. And um I'll be tickling the keys a little bit, I'll be fake playing, but you know, if I just kinda got into it, I don't think it would be no thing. I do need to kinda touch it up. But it wasn't it wasn't a passion of mine growing up. Uh, my mom just taught me basic, you know, piano theory and things like that. But my passion was, you know, just Writing and singing, it wasn't necessarily playing, but now
0: it's nice to be able to have an instrument so that you don't have to depend on someone else. You know, and I would say, what would you say your your story is as an artist? Like, what are you trying to get across in your music? Uh, you know, my main thing now, I just want people to think for themselves first and foremost. Um, a lot
1: of times, you know, we, we are products of our environment and other people's opinions and i kind of just want to inspire people to get to the core of who they are before the world got their hands on them
2: Hmm.
0: and how can they do that uh
1: they have to find themselves and that's kind of just going inward it's not about going up it's going inward and figuring out what do you want what, what makes you happy? Because, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're the only one who has to live your life. So you can't allow someone else's point of view dictate how you're going to live when they don't even have to deal with the consequences.
0: And then how do you go inward? Because I, I, I meditate a lot and I listen to affirmations and, you know, try to reflect. What do you do? I smoke weed. I smoke weed. I smoke weed right now. That ain't nothing. That's okay. like, that's on the regular. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: No, that's a, that's, that's really what keeps me centered, you know, keeps the charges away. You know, I don't be thinking about, you know, trying to do nothing to nobody because I'm just, you know, just I'm, I'm cool. You know, I, I worry about things that I have control over. Everything else is for the birds. That's what keeps, you know, that luggage set from underneath my eyeballs.
0: But how do you smoke? You smoke with, uh, like, you paper, blunt? What you smoke with? How you smoke?
1: So, I started out doing uh, free rolls because I didn't know how to roll.
0: Yeah, and I didn't either. Uh, I still don't yeah. either, really.
1: And then, and then I was in a backslidden condition for a while using swishers. Help me right now. That's why I do. We all got That's me. me. We all
0: Yeah, see, you need to do better. See, what you need to do is either get you some fonds leaves or get you just a dutch. Okay. I'm going I'm to yeah. listen...
1: Yeah, just, just try Because, you know, the, the the switches is actually cardboard.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a yeah. right no. So, it, at least with either a, a Fonta
1: leaf or a Dutch, you know, you get a, a natural leaf effect. So, that's yeah. all. I mean, you know, I mean, we still smoke it regardless. But, you know, it's just it have a better quality of
0: it. Yeah, because I'm trying to do the raw paper. But it seems like that shit, like, burnt all my weed. I don't even smoke none of it. So, I'm like, I don't know yeah, about
1: this raw paper. I'm not, I'm, you know what? I think, I feel like papers are for folks that, you know, call it joints. That's for that's for the old, you know. I mean, granted, you
0: got younger folks that still, you know, my, it's just really a, a preference for a taste type thing. Maybe it's just I don't like the taste of the papers anymore. That's what it is. I say you and Erica Badu ever smoke or y'all never smoke.
1: Uh she don't smoke.
0: For real? Oh I thought she I just knew she smoked. <laughs> not, not now. Mm-hmm. Oh. So yeah. besides the besides the tree what are some of your other interests? Um, let's see. I love
1: food. I, you know, I have a, I have a big thing about sunflower seeds. Like, um, Daniel's. No, no, no. Frito, Frito Lay's sunflower seeds in the green bag. I've been
0: eating those since I was a kid, and I, I've been meaning to. But the seed like, or the just the uh, the whole thing, no, the shell no, and everything. The, the seeds, like I. I it, if you know anybody from Cleveland, Ohio, that has witnessed me eat sunflower seeds, just ask them what that experience is like. Because it's literally, I'm like breaking the entire shell open
1: and eating the seed and discarding the shells. I don't throw it in my mouth because then the shells get stuck in my teeth and all this So I literally break it apart. And it's it's a very intricate uh system that I have going on, but I'm going to record that shit.
0: But you're saying you eat stuff. the shell or how you spit the shell out?
1: No, no, no. I break it. I break it apart with my teeth, and then I throw the seed in my mouth and I throw the shells in. Mm. Yeah. Well, but we- it, it, look, it,
0: it looks like I'm not, you can't, it, it just looks like I'm throwing shit, but it, I'm literally eating the seed and throwing away the shell. I'm saying, what you think about the, uh, so why you just don't get the seeds? You just like the eating, breaking the well, shell apart?
1: No, yeah, they don't, yeah, I like to break the shell apart. They got the right, they got the right amount of salt, because, you know, the, the regular seeds ain't got no salt on them. They taste different,
0: too. And then I'll ask you, so what you think about, like, the barbecue, uh, sunflower seeds and the ranch sunflower seeds?
1: So, barbecue. Or the hot
0: sauce. I think they even got a hot sauce one, too.
1: So, now I really know I couldn't do the hot sauce, but because the barbecue be burning my lips at them. Mm. Uh, ranch, I ain't mad at it. if they happen to have some ranch, then and they didn't have any other ones and I just had to have some, I I, I can definitely do ranch with barbecue, definitely burnt my lips up.
0: I fuck with you. You see I'm with you, right? I'm oh, yeah. right here.
1: <laughs> oh yes. Uh, oh. And I love me a freeze pop at any time of of the year. Just the regular freeze pops and you know uh in the pack. Um Pink and orange is my shit, but you know I get all the rest of them. But pink and orange for sure.
0: And then I was I was looking at your uh, you had a few projects on Spotify. I saw one of them; it was Extra Stanky Christmas. Extra Stanky Christmas. Yeah, so I just want you to talk about like um, you know just tell talk about some of your projects and just what you're working on right now. Well, uh, Extra Stanky Christmas was the EP I put out in 2014. It was really just kind of uh, the first time
1: that I had a bunch of tracks at one time and I had to construct a project uh, for a concept. I, I never really did, like, I'd never written Christmas music before and I, I didn't really know where to begin and, and how to even start that. So I, it just started as a conversation, a joke with a brother of mine. I'm like, you know, what if Badu put together a Christmas I I bet that'd be extra second. And it just kind of stuck and I just started you know coming up with all these random I think the titles came first and I kind of worked around the, the titles saying I ain't buy that Christmas shopping in July and incense burning on an open fire you know Rudolph's church shoes you know just little silly shit like that um, and then I put out Soundcheck in 2016 uh, which was another EP and that project in particular was uh I guess the body of work where I felt people got a chance to see, okay, this is what Duran could sound like when he knows what he's doing and he's not working by himself. Because mm. for the longest I've been working, you know, alone—not necessarily on purpose—but I think just in my environment, I hadn't come across uh, anyone that I felt comfortable or I felt that knew. Me well enough to be able to construct something for me or for us to do something together. Uh, so it wasn't until like I moved out to Los Angeles uh, that I started, you know, getting my village together as far as producers and you know just people that we have the same sense of humor and chemistry. You know, so it makes sense. No, uh, yeah. And
0: then of course, uh, coming up, I'm just getting ready to get back on the road. I'm ready to be back on the road. Uh, but I want to make sure that the music is out before I get back on the road so that way, you know, when we get to the show, everybody can be rehearsed and they know all the songs so that we can sing them together yeah, I was saying, I notice. Uh, you might I know you heard this before but I hear a lot of Prince when I hear you singing yeah, I get I get Prince, I get Bilal, I get Rahsaan
1: Patterson mm-hmm. I get uh, Beastly, formerly known as uh, Tone. Ooh, I, I look up to to all those guys uh my main my main ones though are the are the men who really embrace uh their femininity as well as their um mass masculinity and that's been like um little richard maxwell Rich James. i gotta no nah, maxwell wasn't really like out there like that. He was more of a Marvin Gaye smooth. You know, he gonna, he ain't about to be putting on no rhinestones and beads and, you know, makeup and stuff like that. That's not, that's not, but he has his place. And I love Maxwell. Uh, puts on an excellent show. My goodness. But you no, know, like if I, if I, if I could be at any show right now, like at 31 for, you know, an artist in their prime, Definitely Rick James because I need to catch one of them joints that he's gonna throw.
0: Oh, yeah, into I the love, audience. I love Rick James.
1: Yeah, it's just something. It's something about his niggerish confidence. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I I would like to say that I have that minus the cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Uh, uh, it's funny you, you kind of. I was telling my girl the same thing about cause I was looking at life like it's duality so I was like as men we gotta embrace the, the feminine part of us and the male part cause we have both parts so I think I think sometimes it's like I think like with the alpha males they suppress their, fem- their female part too much and then they end up being like a transsexual because it's like they were suppressing that female energy for the longest but it's like we have both energies and we have to learn how to live with both of them so it's like yeah. you a man you, you whatever but it's Shit. You can cry sometimes. If you're going through shit, you hurt. You can cry, yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: one of the One of the most, because I, I write down some of the compliments that people give me or some of the things that people say to me that are really just like wow. Um, and I was in Oakland uh, last month and I did like a little sit down gig with something a little different. Um, but a guy came up to me after the show and he was like, You know, man, I just wanted to, first of all, you know, he gave me, 20, he gave me $25 for a shirt, but he didn't buy it. <laughs> it was like, he was like, I don't know if I can rock that because, you know, the shirt said fuck nigga free for the rest of our days. And I was, like, well, <laughs> I was like, Well, I was like, Well, I was like, just so you know, you don't have to be a woman to be, you know, fuck nigga free. If you are a man of dignity and of, you know, respect and things like that, you are anti nigga. You you are on. You are an ally for us that are not. You know against that shit. But he said that um, him as a straight man. He said seeing me be comfortable with myself has inspired him to be more comfortable within his skin. And that just really that really made me like just because I I pride myself on creating safe spaces. Uh, for black men specifically to be able to feel, to be able to show emotion, to be able to, you know, just be a person, you know, there've been so many restrictions and society has just got us all fucked up. So I, I'm glad that I could provide that. And for him to tell
2: me that too, um, just really, yeah, just made me feel a little bit more necessary than, than usual. Yeah, I'm
0: say I had a because uh, I'm I'm a manager. I work in a lab. I'm a manager, but I had a guy. He was uh, like from Taiwan, and he was gay, but he was just like so free. That I just like, I mean, I don't, I don't care about that shit anyway, but just how, how free he was, I kind of appreciate it too. So it's like, I don't care what you are sometimes. I just feel like just living your truth and then just don't yeah. put your truth on other people. Like, your truth is your truth, my truth is my truth. We just live our lives and we'll be happy. Shit, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: you know, I can't say that, that that's a beautiful thing that someone just being authentically who they are can inspire someone else to, to discover
0: who they are. Especially like, I'm going to say, like, especially, I know like, even, I I don't know, like, with you, uh, maybe you want to talk about this, but I know like, a lot of times you get criticism, you might get harassment. So like, when people go through that shit, it's like, man, I appreciate it more because I'm like, man, you like really going against the grain and you doing all that bullshit. So that means to me, that's like, you really, that's what you want to be. That's what you want to do. Do it. Yeah. now Now
1: that you say that, um, thinking about the Decision that one makes to not fold into themselves when other people are uncomfortable, you know, because they have some kind of you know projection that they're trying to you know throw on other people because they're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't have it in me to shrink myself for the comfort of other people. Uh, I've I've been around the world. Far too many times to seen too much shit and been through too much shit to let someone else's insecurities be projected on me. It's like, no, no, you have unresolved trauma that you need to deal with and you're projecting that on other people and you need help. That's what you need. This ain't got nothing to do with me.
0: So I want you to, you kind of mentioned it already, but um, I want you to share like some good life advice you learned from somebody. Just, just life in general, not about music. Cause we gonna. That's the next question. Next question is about music, yes. but just yes. life advice. Yeah. Um,
1: well, my mom always told me if you don't know something, ask questions. And um, that that right there, because my mother was not a because I said so as parent. You know she she explained herself to me in a fashion that I was that I would have clarity after I um, inquired about. What we were doing, or why I had to do, you know, certain things, and I I appreciate her for that uh, because a lot of parents, you know, they don't know how to properly communicate. Yeah, do what I say to their children, or yeah, do what I say. Don't question me. When when in reality, it's just you can just say you don't know.
0: (laughs) Uh, Or yeah, like your mom taught you critical thinking.
1: That part absolutely, and it also helped. Uh, keep my inner child nourished and well kept because because my curiosity never died it never got shut down either so I knew that my feelings and uh, what I felt was at least heard and acknowledged I might not have always gotten what I wanted but I at least got an explanation uh, as well as she always said it only takes one stupid person to ruin your life <laughs>
0: Uh, What do you mean by that? Say it again. (laughs) I said, what do you mean by that? It, it it means
2: exactly
0: what it says. <laughs> so say, say it. Say, say what I just said. It only takes one stupid person to rule your life.
1: <laughs> it, 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 it puts the lotion on his skin. I and know I was
0: thinking about skin. it. I was like, maybe he ain't asking me. Maybe he just, he just, no. he want me to repeat the question. No, 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 no yeah, 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 it's, like it's a statement. what What the question. No, no, yeah. Uh, uh, Pop, Pops definitely let me know. Um, it's me and you till it's me or you. Hmm um uh, definitely shared that uh, you cannot expect other people
1: to be who you are because no. <laughs> a lot of times and that's something I've had to tell um an old old uh homie of mine you know he would you know ask me like well where were you at so said, oh I went here oh I ain't get no invite I'm like what I would've did. I see see right there that keyword, what you would've did. You keep confusing who I am with what you would do. And that's why you fucked up right now. (laughs) Okay? What you have to understand is I am not you. And once you gather that reality, everything else will make sense.
0: I know. So I want you to share some advice you learned about working in the music business. Well, what's interesting is I'm not really like in the music industry for real
1: i'm kind of like on the outskirts why you say that um because i'm not signed to a label like i'm not i don't have any like deal distribution deal with anybody or anything like but that but you've been
0: living probably. off music the whole time right how long you been living off music
1: well it's, it's kind of it's, it's a fine line between being in the industry and then being affiliated like I know people, but like I'm not at no record label, you know. And I'm being on the being on the road. Like yeah, that is a part of the music industry. But you can go on the road without a label. You can go on the road without doing going through a bunch of different channels if you have your presence already. So no, I haven't. I'm not in the music industry. I'm on the road, but that's about it. Uh, I, once once I get some. Shit signed, and niggas start like you know getting the team together. Then we can start talking about old Duran. How's the music industry? But I'm not in the music industry.
0: But I mean, shit. I I just saw you. You got um. You was on yeah. Billboard. I saw the article. I saw OK Player. I see you got oh, yeah. the check by your name. So you somebody? You try to play like like some No, I didn't say that. I didn't
1: say I wasn't anybody. I just said I'm not in the music
0: industry. So what do you say? What are you in? Uh, I'm, I'm name your industry. Of it. Nah, to me, I think you're still in it. Like to me, you're just showing me the fact that it's different ways to to do this. There ain't no one stop shop to be. To let's lit- just say, let's let's just say this. If I pulled up
1: to the forum where Cardi B was performing, I'd have to stand in line
0: because I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but to me, you kind of. I mean, we. I can say. I, I can say. Okay, I'm not in the industry, but shit, I've been doing these interviews since 2008, so I'm I'm something. So I mean, but do, but do
1: but doing something and then being a professional right. in it is two different things. Yeah, you, so, you, you feel what I'm saying? Because someone can make music, but that doesn't mean they're able to live off that. Right. Even if they do put the content out.
0: So what are you? you know? I would say. So what are your goals right now?
1: My goal is just to be happy. That's yeah. the first and foremost goal. And how Even is every, that? Every single way. Um, doing what doing what I love being being in areas where I can put to, to use what I'm good at. So vocal producing, uh, whether that be doing background or doing lead, I want to like do that. I want to get into acting, more into acting. I've done acting as a kid, like theater and stuff. But uh, the show that I did on BET was the first time that I did like reality television. Uh,
2: yeah,
0: but, you um, was on like, next, I was reading them saying BET Next Up.
1: BET uh, next big
0: thing yeah how was that uh,
1: it was like adult summer camp it was fun it was
0: cute <laughs> that was, t- so how? I mean I don't watch tell you the truth I don't watch BET so I mean I don't even know what it was so just talk about what it was a little bit uh, pretty much it was like it was a competition show combination between like making the band and America's Next Top Model meets a little bit of Shark Tank at mm. the end um, and there were rappers and
1: singers on there. Uh, I was one of the singers, but I ended up rapping, and how I cooked other rappers, I don't know how, but you know, it's just, that's what happens when you're a performance artist. You can kinda, you know, do a little bit of everything and not just stick to just one lane. They had us, you know, going through different challenges, running through gymnasiums, and having to, you know, write, and write, create, and perform songs in 24 hours. And, you know, all that stuff like that, shot music videos. Um, it was, it was definitely experience. I, 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 I um, took away a lot of uh, great bonds and relationships
0: uh, from that situation. So it was, it was, it was cool. I didn't, I didn't lose out on anything. And Actually, then, what made you want to go on there? It seemed like the right, this, uh well, at least the right
1: opportunity. Because a lot of the shows, you know that um, that come out, they have these three sixty contracts.
0: Oh yeah, my boy. Kinda, yep. Yeah, he was on the sing off. I mean. They got one of them. He was talking about the sing off. He was saying they got that that shit of three sixty deals.
1: Mm -hmm. and sometimes you you sign the 360 deal immediately, like before you even
0: No matter um, what, yo and you might already had your shit popping before that you got on the show
1: Absolutely, so you know some of those uh, contracts weren't they weren't conducive to being a middleman like it would be different if I was either already a mega you know star where, you know, I had that kind of pull or I was, you know, someone from, you know, the middle of nowhere with a guitar and a nice voice and this audition was gonna be my break, you know, to, to, you know, get out there. But for someone that's been, you know, kinda doing the, the the footwork on their own and building their online presence and, you know, having all this stuff and then for someone to come in and take over that. Huh, I'd probably slip
0: my wrist. So I'm glad that they they didn't have those stipulations on that show. And then um I'm about to let you go. This has been a good interview, but I got a couple more questions. You're you're a very yes, interesting guy. I want you to talk about your favorite book and your favorite movie.
1: Yeah, my favorite movie. Gosh. I got, see, there's so many that are flying in my head right now. And I'm talking about like movies that I can probably um, quote the entire thing. And I'm talking about some like movie credits.
0: Somebody said name three then. I got, I got a listener. Somebody Uh, listening in on this right now.
1: Yes, yes. So, uh, Baps. All right. uh, Kill Bill. Hmm. And. Yeah. Nice oh okay why well, do was fall
0: in love okay the, the, the uh, one with Lawrence Tate
1: hell yeah okay. I remember my mother took me to go see that movie actually I remember seeing that in the movie theater. Her, her, her uh, one of her girlfriends they went yes uh, and then book mm, you know what I'm, I hope I'm not being cliche with this but just cause it's a book full of personal reads and when I say a personal read I mean when you read something and you kind of get gathered in that reading, like, "Wow, are you talking about me?" Like, "Damn, bitch." Uh, the <laughs> Alchemist. Yeah, that's a great book. I love that book. Yeah, yeah, The Alchemist definitely. Uh, I, I remember starting that book, and I was just highlighting so many, so many of the lines in the in the, in the book. So, yeah. All
0: right, and then what do you see your career five years from now?
1: You know what's interesting, Doc? I was literally just having that conversation with someone, and I have no idea what that looks like where you you gotta, going to be? Not, right. what I would like for it to be would be like maybe on like a on a salon like Janelle Monet level you know where it's like you know I can do my music I can hit the road possibly get into acting and then the nigga can still go to the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know
1: but if it was a situation but I don't know I, I can't say that's what it's gonna be like because I could very well put out an old town road <sighs> And then
0: next thing you know, um, I, I Nick can't go to the grocery store. Yeah, you got to you know, do Uber so Eats and shit.
1: Listen, and that—that's something that I—I I look at people. and I'm just like, damn, like y'all, y'all have no life. <laughs> like you, know, you have to do everything, you know, in a in a
3: confined, controlled space. Because it's like people can't contain themselves when they see you. And although I like to think, you know, I'm um, I'm like I'm like everybody's favorite cousin on their daddy's side, you know.
1: It's like it's it's cool, he's from around the way, he talks about shit that we can relate to, you know, but I, I I have no idea. I would just like it to
0: be something that's manageable. Like I said, I still wanna be able to go to the grocery store. And then what would you like to say to your fans and supporters?
1: Um, be yourselves. Don't be worrying about what somebody else doing, fuck the neighbors. Okay, stay medicated and ejaculated so you don't
0: end up incarcerated. I heard that. <laughs> okay. And then uh, anybody that hasn't heard about you, they just heard about you this interview, let them know why they should go follow you and check you out.
1: Yeah, so just come on and join the party. You know, there's room at the end, okay? At And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, YouTube, I'm on Facebook, we're on, um, what's that thing? Snapchat, Snapchat, whatever oh, it is, oh, 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 Twitter. Oh, 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 um, and, and the, um uh under my under my same name is where you can find me on um you know all platforms, Spotify, Apple music, iTunes, preferably, because you know you'll be able to actually purchase the music because streaming does not put food on the table. Streaming does not pay the bills. And streaming definitely won't guarantee guarantee you a future. Even if you did put out some tunes. Mm-hmm. That went over your head. You ain't been watching Sister Act too. That's all right. I know you
0: <laughs> I would say uh I had a listener, they want they told me to ask you to sing a little bit on the interview.
1: Sing a little bit.
0: Yeah, they want you yeah. to sing a little bit.
1: Alright, we we're going to sing see what we got uh, Just woke up. I gotta make sure that the key is right. Alright. in the primary key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit.
3: Okay. I just got a new
1: apartment. Mm. I'm
0: going to leave the floor wet and walk
1: around
0: this beach shaking. Nobody can tell me shit. I heard that. Yes, yes. And my wife is in
1: the sky. Uh, shit.
0: That shit go hard. They don't know They don't know about that shit. Listen
1: listen it's it's no as soon as i heard that i had to hit her up like bitch <laughs> all day because you have no idea no you do you have you do you live by yourself or are you married
0: or you no i'm you married know? but she my, my my wife is the one put me on the already league, so she already knows. right,
1: right, right. No, no no i'm saying for those that have gotten their first space and they don't have to share with anybody it's it is unlike anything else, you know, to be able to just walk in the house and unload your entire day and your attitude on the floor, and ain't got to worry about nobody else's shit, ain't got to worry about nobody leaving the dishes in the sink, they ain't took the garbage out. I mean, it's just, and when you want company, you can invite company over. It's just, it's the p, it's the anchor to my peace of mind, having your own space. Absolutely. So shout
0: out to Irene Lennox. That's my old lady in another life. My baby cakes in this life. All right, man. I want to say uh,
1: I appreciate interviewing you. It's nice like, talking to you.
0: Yeah, that's my uh, that's my wife. That's actually the one that uh, contacted us to do the interview. She been checked. She knew you before I knew you, so she told me to interview you.
1: Hey, wife. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm great. You know, just over here trying to stay warm because Philadelphia is yet again playing in my face. That's all right. You just tear it up over there too. <laughs> and will. <laughs> all
0: right, man. I want to say it was nice talking to you.
1: I appreciate it, Doc. Thank you so much for having me on. What's going on? It's your favorite cousin on your daddy's side, Duran Bernard, and we are chilling over here at Pole Politic. Okay.
3: You know I love you down, but I can't miss you if you're always around, mm, yeah, hey, you know I love you down, but I can't miss you if you're always around. There's nothing like a moment to get back to your quiet place. You know I love you down, but I can't miss you if you're always around. no good came from way too much good. Once we take a break, I'll have come back my strength. Cause I've missed so much.